Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. I'm your host, Eddie. This is Marcus. I'm, I'm Adam. And we are joined by a good friend of ours, Mr. Mario from the Zoned In podcast. What's going on, man? Let's go. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Pleasure to be on again. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, you know, well, before we get into what we're going to talk about, so this is episode 70. 70. And, um, Today we're gonna do the AFC East. Last week we did the NFC East. Yep. And this week we're gonna do the AFC East, which is why we wanted to have Mario on because he is a Dolphins fan. So um for those of you who don't know, the AFC East is comprises of the Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, and the Jets. So let's start with prediction winners. Adam, we'll start with you. Who do you think is going to win? And then we'll get into why after. Oh, I got to go with the Bills, man. Bills. <laughs> All right, Mario, who you got? I also have the Bills, but I got them via tiebreaker. Via tiebreaker. Ooh, interesting. Oh, okay. And we'll get into that in a minute. Marcus, who you got? I was going to go Bills myself. Am I the only one picking the Jets? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm going Bills too. Um, Adam, and I, uh, Adam and I were talking about this at work a little bit earlier today. Um, right. uh, to me, it's the Bills all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario, explain the tiebreaker. Yeah, so I think the Bills last year jumped out on a lot of people. They didn't expect the Josh Allen jump that uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so teams will be a little more prepared for it. Um, and I think, you know, there, there'll be a little regression, right? A lot of their guys that they kind of outperformed their, their norms, right? Like a Jerry Hughes, mm-hmm. uh, and those cats on the defense kind of outperformed their, their usual year. I mm-hmm. think they'll have more of a normal year, especially now that they're, you know, a year older. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they'll still be very good, obviously, but they'll, they'll kind of regress to the mean a little bit. True. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't argue that. Adam, why are you picking the Bills? I, I just don't feel like the other teams have done enough to catch up quite yet, right? I think, I think the Pats, yeah, they got Mac Jones, they resigned Cam, but and and actually, I mean, they they spent a lot of money. It's a it's a very uncharacteristic offseason for the Pats, but I, I just I don't know that I trust that offense enough quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins, I mean, Mario, you made a great point. Yeah, Josh Allen had had a, that big jump, um, but and 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 I could see Tua doing something similar. But um, the Bills got digs right, and that I think that was a huge part of that jump. And I'm not sure that I can say that the Dolphins have got any one of that caliber yet to really help Tua take that next step. And, and and the Jets, I just feel like they're you know they're they're at the start of a rebuild. I don't think this is the year where they'll find success. Um, hope, I think this is just a developmental year, and and I hope that they bring um, bring bring those new guys on um, well, right? And hope that they can they can like Zach Wilson can actually do something and, and won't just get torched by um, by just being thrown in there too quick. Yeah. So I'll say I'll say to that. Um... I think I think you're right. Yeah, to me, Patriots, even even with all that they did, I don't think they have enough to beat the Bills. Hell, I see the Dolphins coming in second place. I don't even see the Patriots. I mean, third by proxy because I think the Jets um, are pretty much just going to 
hope to establish their identity. I mean, clearly Robert Sala is going to come out in all the press conferences and say, yeah, we're going to make a push. We believe, you know, because that's what every team is going to say. Um, but yeah, they got a lot of new people um, from the head coach on down. So I think they're, um, they got to find their identity. Um, and I think that'll be this year. And then as far as like the dolphins, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could see Tua really having a good year. I mean, right. he has to, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because this is a first year, like full year for his, you know, like off season development, all that type of stuff. I mean, as far as uh, uh, Adam, you mentioned Diggs. I'm I'm sure Mario. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are hoping that Jalen Waddle becomes that, right? Um, yeah. You know, sort of a a Diggs esque type of receiver um, that that really kind of bails Tua out. Now I shouldn't say bails him out, but you know they become a good tandem. Right. Yeah, I think um, you you can look at the success that they had in Alabama and kind of hope they replicate that. Mm-hmm. You know, on the NFL level, um, one of the advantages um, that the Dolphins have is that Waddle isn't. They're going to be asked to be the number one receiver right away, right? So Devontae mm-hmm. Parker's still there. He's he's a really good wide receiver, not elite by any means, but he's you know he's made a Pro Bowl and had uh, a couple good seasons under his belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Will Fuller is another guy that can uh, really stretch the field. Mm-hmm. Had his best season last year, so he got hit with the uh, the PED suspension. Oh but, right, yeah. Um, so Waddle is actually going to be your your third or maybe even fourth option, depending on where you're at in the field, because you still have Mike Gusecki, who's all of, you know, six six and you know two hundred and thirty pounds, who's really more <laughs> of a, a wide receiver than he is a tight end anyway. Yeah, you can't sleep on that man. Yeah, and Marcus, why are you picking the Bills? I'm picking the Bills just because of their defense. Um, more so than the offense, and I'll get to the offense in a second. Like, you got guys like Micah Hyde, Tredavious White, like Trayvon Edmonds, Ed Oliver. Like, you have studs at every position. You There are no holes. Mm-hmm. So they literally just have to, like, just steady the ship and maintain and continue to be as hellacious as they have been within the past season or two. Mm-hmm. And then I do think that Josh Allen's going to have a little bit of a – regression from that 40 uh, 4500 yard season just because if you think about the patriots they're getting a lot of their defensive players back right um dolphins don't have a defense to really shake a stick at like you can't ignore them at all eric Rowe from us you guys have emmanuel ogba uh who else um Justin Coleman's out there, Byron Jones, like your, your defense is pretty solid as well. And they're really quick. So I think there's going to be a little bit of a regression there, but also leaning back more towards the bills offense. You still got, like we already talked about Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis, uh, Devin Singletary, a running back who's a problem. Cole Beasley. Yes. He's a year older, but he can still separate. Mm-hmm. So these are all guys that you still have to worry about. And they have Emmanuel Sanders. So it's, it's one of those, it's, it's one of those situations where it's kind of like, well, on offense for the Bills, I mean, if if you if you have all those guys covered, you still have to worry about Josh Allen running. The dude is tall and a beast, and he can take hits. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a tough task to try to stop the Bills um, next season. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins, like you said, in number two, um, they somehow surprise us and end up splitting within the division with the Bills. Um, but. I definitely think it's Bills one, Dolphins two, Jets obviously dead last with Zach Wilson and just him coming into the league. Um, and then the Patriots, like you said, third by default. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bills, or excuse me, the reason why I'm going to go with the Bills is pretty much what uh, Marcus was talking about. I think they have the most complete team. Right. Um, now, I don't know that Allen is going to regress. I think because of his his ability to run the ball mm-hmm. and and throw on the move, things of that nature, I think, you know, he, he will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you do worry about the Cole Beasley's it is another year right yes he was maybe able to create separation and and be effective last year does he hit the wall this year we don't know Mm -hmm. um but again from their defensive side of the ball um, yeah I mean they're just super stout um as you get later into the season and it gets colder and teams have to go up to Buffalo and play a la Washington, our last game, um, yeah. it's just not going to be fun. You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> so I think they have that advantage there for sure. I think the Josh Allen and Diggs connection is going to continue to grow. Solid. They're only going to get more and more comfortable with each other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if barring injury – you know what I mean? They're and, solid. And, I mean, we could say that for every team, right? But, seriously, like, barring injury, they, to me, are the class of the division. Like I said, the Dolphins, and Mario, is not just because you're on, but, but the Dolphins, for sure. I mean, they got a shot. we said it last year, too. Like, they're, they're, I, I looked for their defense to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mario, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you guys damn near have or, or could potentially have the best or one of the best secondaries in the league. Oh, for sure. I, you know, not to – my homer horn. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, no, no. Go ahead, please. I, I, I do think it's the, the best secondary in football, right? So right. they're one of maybe two or three teams that have two lockdown corners. Right. Uh, it's arguably oh. a crime that Xavier Howard didn't win Defensive Player of the Year yeah. last year, and he's the first corner in 10 years to have 10-plus picks in a season. Um, Byron Jones, lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah and Benagane was a first-round pick and couldn't even get on the field because of those two guys when they were healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Dolphins went and drafted Jalen Phillips, who a lot of people believe could be, you know, a potential uh, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he was um, ranked or, or, or rated as, like, the best edge rusher in the draft. Right. Right, right. And then you got Agba, who had a, you know, uh, a really outstanding season last year. They traded for uh, McKenzie out of Houston, who was mm-hmm. a pro bowler, mm-hmm. not last year, but the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And Flores is a defensive-minded coach. Right. Um, so the defense is going to be really stout, but it's all about the secondary over there. Um, they, they, they really like to mix their coverage, uh-huh. and they really like to put four defensive backs on the field, not necessarily two corners and two safeties. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their their safeties do a lot of uh, man-to-man coverage on tight ends. Yeah. Uh, and their corners are almost always on islands. And they 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 don't rely on uh, one-on-one pass rushers uh, to win at the line. They rely on numbers, right? So we're going to bring more than you can block. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully they, they hold the forward on the outside and we don't get – you know, burn deep or whatever. Yeah, it almost For seems sure. like what Philly used to do years ago. They would always <laughs> send more than 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 you could block. Classic Jim Johnson defense. Yep. All right. So, couple questions here, guys, and Marcus, we'll start with you. For sure. So, 
one of the questions is how will each team improve? And so what I mean by that, right, is just some things that I that I wrote down is like year two for Tua um, as far as Miami. Right. Um, New England loaded up on weapons. Right. Uh, so how does that help them? And is Cam done? You know what I mean? Or is he able to effectively get the ball to those playmakers? Um Jets, all new look. I kind of mentioned that earlier from the head coach right. on down to the quarterback and, mm-hmm. and, and some other um, key positions. And then the Bills, will they look any different bringing back most of the same cast? So just kind of overall, just maybe quick hits on how you think each team will improve or will they regress? I think the Patriots are going to improve on the defensive side of the ball just because they uh, the acquisition of Matt Judon and then Jalen Mills at safety. Yeah, I think that's those are huge upgrades on that side of the ball to complement uh, Kyle Vannoy and guys back there. Um, as far as Cam Newton, hopefully uh, their scheme is to get the ball out of his hands quickly or run the ball more because they still have guys like Sonny Michelle. And um, what's that other running back they have? I can't think of it right now. Uh, they got James. Damian Harris. Yeah, oh, there yeah. you go. Yep. So, okay. like, you have guys like that. So, hopefully they lean on the run a little bit more. Um, as far as the Bills, I'm waiting to see what happens trade-wise because there's a lot of rumors out there about them, you know, making a play for either Julio Jones or even our Zach Ertz. Um, they've been communicating Ooh. with Philly. So, if they get a, a stud tight end to complement that offense – that's 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 a little bit more than most teams can handle um, on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Jets, I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, their defenses they got they got a couple of guys in Quinn and Williams and and uh, C.J. Mosley. Um, I think this is more of a feel it out year for Zach Wilson. I mean, his his college stats was what seventy three percent completion percentage, like almost four K in yards and 33 touchdowns, but you also got to think about the speed of the NFL, the speed of the game, and does he adjust, right? Um, so I'll be looking more to that offense and see if they get a little bit more consistency. We'll see what happens there. As far as the Dolphins, I think Tua takes the next step, right? I think mm-hmm. he gets full command of that offense. You know, he's a little bit more efficient, a little bit higher than 64%, and I think he goes for way more than 1,800 yards next season. So I'm looking more towards that offensive side. Yeah. So I would say as far as Tua, yeah, I mean, you would think, right, there's no Fitzpatrick to, you know, come in, take you out, go in, go out. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it's it's all on him, sink or swim. So, yeah, I mean, I'm putting him maybe around that, you know, 25 to 2,800 yard um, thing. So, um, Mario, what is your take on each team improving? Do they improve? Do they regress? Do they kind of stay the same? Yeah, so I have uh, I have Buffalo at twelve and five, mm-hmm. uh, outstanding season, right? They're already a really good team. Mm-hmm. They're they're not as long in the tooth as you know maybe we'd like for them to be, except for at some key positions. They're really good all across the board. Great coaching staff, right. and they do have like that quote unquote home field advantage. Nobody's trying to go to Buffalo <laughs> that last <laughs> month of the season, right? Yeah, uh, they're like the only team, you know as far north as they are, you know, with an outdoor stadium. Right. Right. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're really good. Josh Allen will be good. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, like I said, they won't creep on teams uh, mm-hmm. this year like they did last year. Uh, I also have Miami at 12 and five though. Okay. Um, I think Tua makes the jump. Mm-hmm. The offense is a Tua offense this year. Uh, right. Uh, Gailey, Chan Gailey was Ryan Fitzpatrick's guy, you know, mm-hmm. at two other spots. Mm-hmm. before even Miami. 
Um, and we got more uh, two-alike receivers, right? Guys that can right. create separation at the line, shorter, faster guys. Uh, they love throwing them slants mm-hmm. on those RPOs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the defense is still going to be pretty sound, right? Miami had the number one defense going into uh, the last week of the season, right. and it took a you know a thirty point route for them to drop to like the number two or three defense at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are those two squads. Uh, New England. Uh, what scares me about them is uh, you can kind of see Cam Newton's arm like just die. <laughs> After like week seven or eight of oh, yeah. the season, like yep. he, he had no zip on the ball. No, right, and and yeah. that they might be okay with that. That might be around the time they're going to try to integrate Mac Jones. Um, but the tight ends are great, right? They're getting a lot of their defensive stars back, so I expect the defense to be you know a traditional New England defense. Um, their running backs, the ones that they have, are always banged up. That's a little scary right. for me. For a team that's going to rely on on the run as much as I think that they will, mm-hmm. and then they really have no outside threat. Their two best wide receivers are Nelson Aguilar and uh, Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelson Aguilar had a breakout year in uh, Las Vegas last year, but I'm not really going to bet the horse on that or bet the house on that. And then Nikhil Harry really hasn't shown us anything yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have them somewhere around the eight win. You know, between seven and nine okay. win area. Uh, the Jets, I really like what they did in the draft, right? Uh-huh. I think Wilson was a good pick. Don't sleep on Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. right? Super speedy right. slot receiver. Yep. Uh, and Michael Carter, the running back, another good guy. Yep. Um, going forward, but a lot of their really good pieces are year one, year two guys. And in the, in the NFL, you just don't win with those guys very often. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that takes a lot. They'll probably be around five wins, um, but kind of trending in the right direction. Well, they might creep, creep up on the team and, and get a, a sneaky win here or there. Right. But the overall talent on the roster is just uh, far beneath what uh, the rest of the division is bringing. Yep, yep. All right, Adam, how about you? Yeah, so I think uh, I think the Jets are already the most improved team, um, just because <laughs> Adam Gase is such a mess. Like, like they, he's just such trash that yeah. they could have no head coach, right? As long as they get rid of him, they are far and away the most improved team in the NFL, arguably. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't see them being a, a whole lot better at this point, and uh, it's a figure it out year. Um, right. Yeah, I even looking at kind of their acquisitions and stuff like. Yeah, Wilson, I think, was a good pick, but look at their receiving room, and it's just a bunch of guys who were fighting to be the number two receiver elsewhere, right? Mm, so right. I, yeah. I, I'm i not too excited about their offensive prospects. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, I, I think I think Salah is a guy who will get the right culture in there, and I think yeah. that's that's where you need to start from. Uh, Eddie, like you and I as Washington fans, <laughs> like <laughs> we've seen the impact firsthand of what of what having a, a good culture can do for your team. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they'll improve by leaps and bounds in that regard. But in terms of their product on the field, um, I'm not super excited. Um, with the Pats, so, yeah, Mario, you made a great point about them not really having – that many receivers right but then mm-hmm. they did pick up hunter henry and john U. smith yep and i i'm getting point, shades of that og pats offense where they're they're not really looking to run it through their receivers it's, it's going right. to go through their tight ends it's going to be going through athletic tight ends with hands right so it's going to come down to um either 
is Cam's shoulder going to hold up or, um, or will Mac Jones be able to pick up the offense quick enough? And, and I think he will be able to, I think he's the, he's the right kind of quarterback for that system, right? It's, it's just about making your reads and putting the ball where it needs to be. And I mean, uh, defensively, I think they're going to be way better just as they're getting all their guys back, right? They're getting Hightower back. Who's like right. one of the best linebackers yep. in the league. That's yep. the quarterback of their defense. And he wasn't mm-hmm. playing for sure with the dolphins. Um, I think, I think they'll get better. I think they look like they'll get better, um, but, but yeah, it's going to come down to Tua, right? Like how quickly will he pick up this new offense, yes, right? Sir. He, I don't think he had the, I don't think he did a great job of it or had the easiest time of it in his rookie year, but hopefully having been in the NFL for a bit, um, you know, it'll be a bit easier for him to pick up the next one. And um, yeah, the bills, man, I, I think a key signing to maybe look at there is a, uh, is Matt Breda. Like they didn't, mm. I, I thought one of their running backs last season was going to like take the position and make it their own. And, yeah. and neither of them really did that. And, right. and now we're putting in another guy. I mean, he's a home run threat, right? So it'll just be curious. It'll be interesting to see um, if anyone can actually like take that position and make it their own this upcoming season. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know how much better they got. If anything, they might have gotten a little bit worse since they've been having a bunch of bunch of talk about the vaccine and whether or not they want to get it and all that. Uh, Cole mm-hmm. Beasley's been saying some wild stuff on on Twitter. <laughs> oh um, yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not I'm not super sure about about where the Bills are going to wind up in terms of being better, but they were already really good last season, right? For sure. I mean, you got to look out for that rap career from Cole Beasley, right? You know, you got <laughs> yeah. to keep uh, them bars. Here we on. go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'll start with the bills, right? Okay. I, I don't think they'll regress. I think they're going to kind of be, um, what they were last year. Right. Mario made a point earlier in the show where he said, you know, they're not going to surprise teams or sneak up on teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a whole season of footage now to go back and really game plan and scheme. Right. So I think they, they will run into some hurdles that they necessarily didn't last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think they're going to be a tough out one way or the other. Excellent. Now, as far as the Dolphins, yeah, that offense to me is going to go as Tua goes. And, I mean, we could say that with almost any um, offense, but this one in particular because, um, as Mario stated earlier, it was a whole different feel and system and right. and, and fit for that. But not only that, like I said, when you have Fitz, Patrick, yes, he is a great veteran and knowledgeable and he's helpful in all those things. But if you're a young rookie and you're being helped by this guy and then all of a sudden now you guys are splitting time, mm-hmm. part of that is in your head that you got to like look over your shoulder. So you may be pressing at times to be perfect on this throw or this play or this or that because if I screw this up, is this guy going to come in? Now he doesn't have that, right? Mm-hmm. So barring injury, he should be the starter for all 17 games. It sounds weird to say 17 games, right. but for all 17 games. Um, and if they tailor it, like Mario was saying to what he does and what he does well, Mm -hmm. um, I think he'll only get more and more comfortable. I think the speed of the game he should be fine with. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's going to be that quick hit, like off the line, create separation, get the ball in those guys' hands and let them go to work. So um, I think they will be much improved on Mm -hmm. offense. Their defense, I think they're going to be lights out again. I think they're going to give a lot of teams trouble. Right. 
So if their offense can do their job and get up early um, on teams, I could see it being smooth sailing for, for the Dolphins. Now, as far as the Jets, identity. I mean, I said it earlier. There you go. I think that's just what this year is going to be, right? You're just going to be throwing shit at a wall, and you're going to see what <laughs> sticks, right? But to Adam's point, he... Robert Sala, he's a fiery guy, right? Yes, so he is. for anybody who's seen him when he was a defensive coordinator in San Francisco, that dude, like, he is Nuts. a ball of energy, right? right? Yeah. If I can have half of the energy he has, I would be way more productive at work. <laughs> um, I think, I think, that, what's that, uh, Mario? That dude, the stadium runs. That dude, the <laughs> stadium runs before the game. Yeah, right. Like, he's running up and down the, the steps at the stadium, Yeah, you know, for – 30 minutes before the game. It's ridiculous. Yep. Two scoops of pre-workout. No water. That's Let's right. Go. <laughs> He's the gym teacher, you know, in high school football that pads up with the rest of the team and right. starts laying out, out running backs out and everybody in between. Doing doing <laughs> Oklahoma drills. This how it's done. Um, but, yeah, so I think, I think that team is not going to quit. The way he operates, he is going to have them engaged, locked in the right. whole entire game. So it, to me, year one, you get these, especially all them young players they have, you get them to buy in the system. If these motherfuckers will run through a brick wall for you, you got them, right? Facts. Right. And because you see some other teams, especially with some veteran guys, once they start losing, you lose mm -hmm. the locker room. Right. I don't think you're going to see that um, with the Jets. So, again, identity, identity, identity. Mm -hmm. And then they'll figure it out as they go. Yeah. Um, and then New England. I like the tight ends, right? If you go back to Carolina when Cam was really good too, yeah, who was his tight end? Olsen. Right. And so if, if, his, if his arm... As Mario and Adam said earlier, if his arm can hold up right. and he can get that ball above their kneecaps, not throw it in the dirt, <laughs> I think, I think, I think he'll be serviceable. I, I, I would fully expect um, Belichick and company, with them having spent the time, or spent with the time that they've spent um, looking at Mac Jones and how he can fit their their offense, they, in my opinion got him to have him start at some point this year. So as long as he is picking things up and doing things the Patriot way and Belichick is liking what he's doing, I, I think that week six to week eight, right. you're, you're going to see that transition. So I can't remember if it was Adam or Mario who said it earlier. Maybe they're okay with that because right. that was their game plan to, mm -hmm. to get Jones going. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, Adam said it earlier. The old New England way. I mean, you would see Tom Brady just kill you with tight ends, right. dink and dunk you all the way down the field, sprinkle in a little run game, and then mm -hmm. pop you over the top once or twice. You know what I mean? Cam's not throwing a deep ball like that, not but at all. But the excuse me, but the philosophy that Belichick and company ran mm -hmm. years ago, they can still do that. Mm -hmm. uh, with I mean, they have two great tight ends. Mm. So, I mean, we'll see. Aguilar, it's cold now back in New England, just like kind of Philadelphia. <laughs> those those hands might get a little tight. Yes. I can see him dropping babies, babies again. Babies, right. man. But he does have like that that speed that you mentioned, right? To oh. take the top off the defense. He'll be Second step, it's over. Right. Well, yeah. and then and, and so that's the thing. So I mean, decoy, he can he can clear things out. Yep. You know, especially up like seam routes for your tight ends, things of that nature. So yeah, mm -hmm. I mean I think they'll be more improved offensively because last year they were just it, it just was bad. It, it, it was horrible to watch. Defense, yes, they're getting pieces back and they brought in some other pieces, you know, um, Matt Judon, et cetera. But um, I think they should be a more complete team. For sure. Mario, I believe it was you that said it, that like seven, eight-ish win range I think is fair. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think um, another hurdle that they might – look, the tight end thing, going with their, their theme of how they win and do things over there, uh, you know, aligns perfectly with, with Belichick and his style. Um, but we can't forget that they lost uh, they lost Sunni in free agency, mm. right, who's an all-pro guard. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. Um, and when you look at the defensive tackles in that division, just in the division, you're talking Ed Oliver, you're talking Quentin Williams, you're talking Raekwon Davis. Mm-hmm. These guys, you know, eat up, you know, guards and centers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting how they, they adjust to that um, as far as getting up the middle, you know, because that's kind of like their bread and butter is, hey, just hold the fort for two seconds. Mm-hmm. So we can get this ball out of his hands real quick, but if it's the guy that's directly in front of you uh, applying the pressure, that might be a problem. For sure. Yep. All right. Yeah. So I mean, I think you made great points there, Mario. For sure. For sure. Um, like I said, it's cool now talking about you know divisional winners, this and that. I yeah. mean, clearly final rosters aren't set right, but. I mean, the bulk of these players that that we're talking about and the identities of these teams, you know, it's going to be the same. And if you think about it, I think we're, oh, geez, 100 days or so away from playing um, the Chargers as far as Washington football team. Mm -hmm. So just to, like, you can smell football, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's it's just good to see, you know, OTAs, you know, things of those – excuse me, things of that nature, yep. pretty soon they'll have the mandatory workouts. And then before you know it, it'll be camp. And, you know, then Marcus and I'll get excited because then we get to watch Hard Knocks. Let's go. So for those hey. for those of you, if this is your first time listening to the show, Marcus and I, we go nuts for Hard Knocks. And then we talk about it every week on the show. Um, so it should be fun. Adam, you'll have to watch it. Facts. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. Do. Yeah, there you go. See? Perfect That's my fit. thing. There you go. Perfect fit. Um like I said, I want I, I wish the Eagles could be on there. So that would be a see, great great so show. So we could see the drama unfold. The RPS, you know, which, you know, undrafted free agents have a screw loose like they usually highlight every season on hard knocks. Yep. I, I think it would be a good go. Yeah, man, for sure. But um all right, Mario, it was great having you on, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you for helping us out with the AFC East episode. Man, as always, it's a pleasure being on. Uh, you know, shout out to the, my other brothers over at Zone Day Podcast. I'm sure though they're gonna be lightweight jelly because they ain't on. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they're in luck minus Keith because we did the NFC East last week and then we had a different guy on with the Cowboys. But right. I mean, we'll find a way to get Keith on. But sure. hey, there's room for Dame Fame when we do the uh, NFC West, and then obviously with with Greg and his um, um, Raiders. I almost said Oakland. But the, it, it, the it, Vegas Raiders. It's that's your, just weird. It's yeah. But yeah, we can <laughs> definitely get them guys on if their schedules allow it. I know with the time zone. So for those that don't know, zoned in podcast, they are based in California. Let's go. So it's a three hour time difference. So again, Mario, we really appreciate you hopping on. Um, you can bill Marcus directly. He'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll pay you for your time. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All, all right, brother. It was good talking to you. We'll catch up with you. All right, fellas, y'all take it easy. You too. All right, bye.
So, again, that was Mario from the Zoned In Podcast. If you guys have not checked out their um, show, go ahead and do that. You can get them anywhere you get your podcast. Again, Zoned In Podcast. You can find them on Instagram. They are on Twitter now, and they dabble in YouTube. So, let's go. Again, be sure to check them out. Um, but, yeah, this was episode 70. It was fun, guys. Um, I'm Eddie. Marcus. I'm Adam. Again, this is the Average Sports Guys. So be sure to head over to our website, AverageSportsGuys.com. We're on all the social medias, the links to our podcast, to our videos that are on YouTube. All that stuff's on the website. You guys can reach out to us. Um, You have questions, we'll try to get them answered and fit them in. But until next time, we are out of here. Peace.